Rams in the building. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> they know who I am. Yeah, but it's an introduction. That's when you like go all out and you gotta drop the air horns and stuff. Remember? Nah, when you see, this? people be mad cliche with it. Like I mix it up. Sometimes I'm just I hit people with like crazy adjectives. Be like, oh, I got the stupendous, a luxurious, alleviating, like yeah. brilliant. I want to take a sabbatical with Michael Beaumont here. Oh, look at that. Yeah, I like that. I like the sabbatical buildup right there. I like <laughs> that's the lead up that I want. I think I'm going to put that in my dating app profiles and be like, the person you want to take your sabbatical with. That's, like, that's great. Just make sure you, you quote me. Yeah, I am. I found that's like a very popular like format people use is like, oh, look, I'm I'm quirky. Like, no offense to anybody who uses that, but <laughs> <laughs> I do like reviews of themselves, like little blurbs, like cutest person in the room, quote my mom. Like, you know, it's, it's like, <laughs> your, your bio is full of like quotes like that. It's like the first time I saw it, I was like, oh yeah, that's clever. And then once I saw it like 20 times, like, yeah. oh, like a thing that everybody's like that's one of those things about dating apps that i've been having to catch on to like okay i what, feel like that's, that's like every app like let me think true, uh, true. everybody does it it's trying to be clever and then i love the people who do the they're like insert clever quote here like you're just mad you couldn't think of one yeah that's me i would love <laughs> <laughs> you got one now Maybe they're not mad. Maybe they just like kind of just knew when they were defeated. They didn't. They big mad. Like they, you, look at you have one now. Just make sure y'all quote me when y'all put that down. It's just the letter V. That's it. Just one letter V, like Victor, but just the letter. Michael, I'm glad I can see you. I'm too extroverted for all this shit. Really? Yeah, this shit whack. What's your? <laughs> we're co-star friends, so I should. Uh, I'm trying to remember what the rest of your setup is. What's your configuration? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Like, what's what? your what's your <laughs> what's your what? rising sign? It- oh yeah, yeah, girl. Hold on. <laughs> so randomly, one day, Michael says yeah. something about like yeah. CoStar services yeah. app that does all the astrology stuff, and I'm like, what Co-Star is she talking about? Like, and I download this damn app, and then I put, like, this information in. She's, like, rising. I still don't understand any of it. But today it says, your body is so delicate. Oh. Power in routine, social life, sex and love, and self. Trouble with thinking and creativity and spirituality. You're ready to find your center. It is in your best interest to breathe and go inward. Create the movement you want. Like, what does any of that mean? <laughs> wait so we'll start with the first line and i'm gonna break it all down for you no nah, we're not doing that because this is my podcast and you about to answer these questions you know i was about to get silly with it just we have my moment be you'll have moments they'll they'll be possible michael right. no michael my homie yeah don't promise too many moments though because i don't want like to be oversold and not be able to deliver i mean that's that's life <laughs> trump told me i'll be out by easter Oh, <laughs> I wouldn't believe he says he's one of those people that's like will estimate oh this job will be done in two weeks it's like <laughs> the concept of what the job entails <laughs> like a typical leadership like a person who fell into a position of leadership without any actual credentials <laughs> anyway hey, look at, I tell people he's the president America deserves 
Now, I feel like we paid our penance, so we shouldn't have to deal with him much longer. And I'm hoping dearly that happens. But besides that, all right, look, it was one place you never want to visit. Oh, you know what? I didn't do any question. So now I'm just going to have to open up Google and look on a map. Well, I can already say like, okay, well visit. How long is this visit be? We got to answer the question for what it is. This question. <laughs> like, see, look, people, I'm pretty decently organized. Like I send a calendar invite. I set up a zoom link. I put the questions in the calendar invite. So it's like, you know, like there ain't no surprises and y'all see the respect I get. This is what it is. This is how it is. <laughs> Uh, 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 you know what, V? You can go ahead. Okay. I'll that. tell you mine. Yeah, why don't you start there? How about that? Kansas. Kansas. Why Kansas? It's just like, why? Exactly. It's like a thing where it's not a thing where I've ever in my life been like, I want to go to Kansas. Like, I do want to go to all 50 states. But it's one of those things like if I hit 49 and Kansas was just the 50th that I didn't go to, I'm like, all right. <laughs> like, no big deal. Like, cool. Let me, let, me, let me look at this can- Kansas you speak of. What's the thing I in Kansas? This is a little unfounded here because let's see what their highlights are because I may be able to talk you into this. The only reason I would go to Kansas is because I'm a completionist and I like just like. First completing. of all, restaurants, salons, and stores are reopening in Kansas City, Kansas. So. Well, thank you. I definitely don't want to go. <laughs> I'm avoiding Big Rona at all costs. So you don't want to visit the Tallgrass Prairie National Park or <laughs> yeah. the Monument, the Monument Rocks uh, National Park or something? The Old Cowtown Museum Exploration Place looks interesting. Mm. Mm, look at Stratica. Mm. I don't know. They also have Wichita Gardens out there, which is oh, very popular, wow. well known from... Many a rock song. Oh, wow. Wichita. So, I don't know, V, you might want to take that back. Nah, I'm good. Like, Okay, well, where do I not want to go? Well, first of all, I don't want to go to a country that has a dictatorship. Seems like that would suck. Don't knock it till you try it. Ah, where have you been where there's a dictatorship that was good? You could say, like, Venezuela. Okay. How long were you there? Did you live there? Nah. I nah. Nah. I didn't think so, B. I, I can't think of too many places like, whoa. Like, I will start off in Europe first living. Mm-hmm. I just feel like I not. And then, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Not living there. So we're just going to uh, chalk that up to Michael has no answer. <laughs> you do have an answer. I wouldn't want to live. Okay. Visit. I have no interest in visiting, like, trying to think, babe. Uh, I don't know. Exactly. You know, I would say I'm adverse to extreme heat and desert, but Mm -hmm. then sometimes I can let that slide because it could be really beautiful. I think it's more so about an environment to me. Like, I wouldn't want to be somewhere where I felt claustrophobic or I felt... Hmm. You know where I would not want to visit? There is a... T- <laughs> Can it be a fictional place? Can it be a place from a movie? <laughs> However you want to answer it. Okay. <laughs> I watched this movie on Netflix. <laughs> what movie? 
I think it had Dennis Quaid in it, and they're playing like these people living underground in like this sort of snow blizzard time. I think it was called like Clear Ice, or there was Dennis Quaid. This movie, yeah. it was like a dystopian future movie. The world is iced over. What? I'm like intrigued to know it's now. Not the day after tomorrow. No, I know. It's not the day after tomorrow. Do you ever confuse Dennis Quaid with Harrison Ford? No, but I just confuse him. There's another person I confuse him with. Let's see. But it's a bunker movie. Like how long ago was it? It's like 2018 or 19. Is it Extinction? What is this Extinction movie? Is it The Colony? It actually might be The Colony. The Colony sounds familiar. Yes, it's The Colony. And it totally, I'm totally, it wasn't Dennis Quaid. (laughs) (laughs) What? It was another great leader named Morgan Freeman, uh, not Morgan Freeman, uh, Lawrence Frischburn. Oh, my God. My bad, my bad, my bad. Don't judge me, B. Don't judge me. I had a bit of a... Oh, that had, um, oh, um, that had, uh, Bill Paxton in it. Yes. Yeah. They, man, they be all looking the same. Exactly. It's like, really, all you're doing is changing the facial expression. Anyway, I don't want to visit the colony. If I could, that be my answer. The colony from the 2013 movie, that would be my worst case scenario of like a place to be it's underground it's a bunker like i probably wouldn't want to uh visit like what's that wonderland like the whole alice in wonderland like no i'm good that's a good that's a great place to not want to go i would be very good off of that i have no interest in going down the rabbit hole like that i would have never followed the rabbit to be honest yeah that's why most of these things be challenging for me to really get into because i'm just like i'm not gonna do this shit like I identify with the character when they really just kind of do things that don't seem authentic to you. Yeah. Sounds like to me. Super fact. <laughs> Super fact. Mm, mm. There's a movie out there for you. And Netflix. <laughs> Netflix's algorithm will let you know what that is. I mean. That was a plug. I'm getting you all your sponsors right now. We I, already- you know, I just delete my like history thing a lot. Because I was like, I don't want this shit associated with me. <laughs> What are you watching that you don't want associated with you? Like, nothing. That's the thing. I am so bad at this. I don't even want to say I'm bad. It's just, like, stuff just doesn't interest me that much. Like, I will say, earlier today, what's today? It is the 3rd, May 3rd. Mm -hmm. I watched the half of it, and I love that movie. The half of it? Yes. I don't know that movie. It, like, just came out. Alice Wu, she wrote and directed it. It got uh, Leah Lewis, I think her name is it. Like some new people. I loved it. It made me feel good inside. It was like this romance, but it wasn't like a typical romance in the sense of like guy and girl or girl and girl or boy and boy. Yeah. Or just, yeah, that type of thing. It ended up being like this friendship romance type thing. I was like, oh my God, thank you. Like there's hope. Thank you, What's it called again? The half of it. Half of it. Yeah. Oh, I did hear about that one. I do know about that. Hit me in the feels. You're a little, you know, I think you're just a little open right now because it's quarantine. And it's just very easy for a movie to get into you right now. I think that's everything. No, because I watch the same things. I watch every Christopher Nolan film and then I'll fall asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Or I'll watch uh, Raging Bull or. Lords of Arabia, or I'm trying to think. Like I watch the same stuff. And you have problems. 
Shit just don't be interesting. Man. <laughs> oh man, that's great. I love it. It just don't. I don't know if it's depression or what. It probably is because that's. Like <laughs> I don't know if it's depression or what. But like, it probably. I, I'm real with my the people, the 32 people who listen to this. Like, look I love at, that. do you know what? Let your early listeners in on all the dirty laundry. <laughs> it ain't even dirty laundry. It's just who I am. I feel like. Or just the laundry. I guess it's just yeah. regular laundry. Okay. It's my best friend. It's the most consistent friend I've had in my entire life. Ooh, what's in that cup? You must be drinking something good. Oh my god! And I depression. My best friend. <laughs> nah, it legit is how I, I've always looked at it. When I like came to grips with it and like acknowledged it, and didn't do like the typical black people thing, like ain't nothing wrong with you, just pray. And I just like, nah, don't work that nerves. way. It's just nerves, okay? And it was just a thing where it was like, all right, this is what it is, and I just got to do my best to work with it and. Use it to my advantage. I don't know. I heard this. I remember seeing this quote somewhere years ago, and it was something along the lines of if like things no longer interest you, it's like your time to then make the thing that you want to see. And I was like, oh, so that's been sticking with me lately. Mm, I think that's good advice, but maybe also you just don't like stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's what I also think too. But I also know like I like making things or yeah, yeah to make stuff so it's like yeah yeah love that well thanks for allowing me to be a part of your things that you're making right now of course michael and shout out to all 32 of our of the listeners no <laughs> <laughs> they're really good they're fun and i like talking to people it's fun i yeah. wonder what their questions are they're like, I wonder what they think about. Are they able to do that? Can you maybe leave comments? I think you should reply to the comments. Well, no one's left any, but it was. Well, I think you should make up comments then because <laughs> I'm just saying those are from your 36, the other four listeners. Like, oh, they came out of nowhere. <laughs> like the Tinder profile, you know, just my who's this is the greatest podcast I've ever heard. My mom, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might do that now. That's mm-hmm. not. A, I don't think that's a bad move. I'm thinking. You need your blurbs. There's nothing like a good blurb. Blurb. I like that word. Mm-hmm. Blurb. Oh, it's just wow. And then you got to deal with all these group chats. I've left so many group chats. It's been very... You left so many group chats? <laughs> yeah, it's been therapeutic. Mm. Tell me, were you in a lot of group chats before? Because... Oh my god, that shit was bad. Like I would wake up and some people live on text and I just don't. So I don't like some of these problems I don't relate to. <laughs> yeah, see it's one of those things where like I know the consistent group of folks that like I will talk to, but it it hit a it would be a thing where like I would wake up and I would have like four hundred messages. Yeah. And Nobody I'm like I'm that. Yeah, like I'm not about to read all that. Like I'm not about to do that. So and then a lot of it was just I feel like there was like a cross, like on the Venn diagram or whatnot. Like there's a section where everything crosses and the information just is going through the same loops. So I'm like, I'm not really getting too many different perspectives and point of view. So I'm just like, all right, I'm good. (laughs) I'll live without this thing. What you been doing? What have I been doing? Man, all types of stuff, man. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us more. Very active. out here i have i don't know i can't tell you guys that all i've been doing in my house by myself some of it's very private well, i didn't ask you to share that I just said, well, 
You share what you feel like. I'm having emotional breakdowns. Gosh, gosh, me. What do you, what do you <laughs> over here? I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> no, you know what? My birthday's coming up. I've honestly been reflecting a little bit. This hasn't been too big of an adjustment, like other than just like not having the option to go out more. But you know me, I'm like, I kind of work late anyway. So yeah. I wasn't always going out in the first place. So maybe the four times a month I, I was getting out. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, cause you know what? I had just started to like start dating and like getting back out there. And like all of a sudden everything's like shut down. So it's kind of like, oh, you know, not really conducive, but I don't mind it. Like I said, cause I was just need a little bit of time to reflect mm-hmm. and my birthday's coming up. You have but, any? And I have like, and I'm in good health. I've been like, mm-hmm. I still am working, so I'm really fortunate in that way. And I have like a comfortable space, so yeah. But you know what's fascinating to me about it is like how many people are really finally feeling like what it's like to feel. You know, it's just like quarantine is so much like prison. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never been to and, yeah, jail and, or prison. Yeah, and I want to explain that liberally because I, you know, I may not know. I probably don't know. I don't know what it's all. I get what you're saying. And I hate that, like, we live in a time where nuance is just, like, thrown out the window. So we're, like, if someone, like, we, people feel that they have to, like, further explain that thing and no one just assumes positive intent. But, like, I get what you're saying. But it's, like, as someone. Like, being limited, having people dictate where you're able Mm -hmm. to go. And I think in so many ways, it's just also just like that, what people thought were like their unalienable rights. Yeah, <laughs> the motherfuckers get taken. <laughs> I just love yeah, the memes. Like the America, a lot of people have been like experiencing Living. and feeling like, oh, this is closed off to me. That's closed off to me. This is like, that's a reality for a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> and I it, love, um, and I also love that, sorry, I'm like totally like, I'll do it. <laughs> But, like, I also love that all the people who, like, kind of had their priorities fucked up, <laughs> like, you're kind of living with those consequences now, like, Ooh. in a way, or having to, like, live with, like, just the reality of your life. Like, I think people are just Ooh. having to live with the reality of their life and their assets and, what, like, <laughs> what they've been accumulating in the, like, actually, like, when you think about things that... You can, that can be taken away from you, mm-hmm. like your home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just whatever. And like, just, I think hopefully it's forcing people to reevaluate. And also, but the thing is, that, you know, people, so a lot of people aren't reevaluating things <clears throat> that I think we need to be reevaluating, like necessity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's something we can't live without and why? But anyway, some people are just carrying on, like, life hasn't changed. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like, I've, yeah. <laughs> I've seen a couple and it's, like right out, so I'm near the beach and I like go out in the morning, go walk, and <laughs> there's signs because they got like fences up to like block people being able to go to the park and the beach. And they got like signs saying like temp- beach is temporary closed, Palisades Park is temporary closed, yada, yada, yada. And I like go out, I think it was like yesterday or the day before, and fucking someone spray like vandalized, like spray painted on the sign resist. And like I was one, it was so befuddling because I was confused, I was annoyed, and I was also like laughing and happy because it's, yeah. it's like, yo, I'm like, yo, you're in like one of the most affluent neighborhoods in the world, and you've been inside for like a couple weeks, 
And it's like, it's not like you can't still go to a friend's house or something like that. Like, you can still do those things. But see, that's the thing. Some people are don't have friendships like they thought they did. Yeah. Like, a lot. Like, and that's what I mean by, like, revaluing. When I'm talking about assets, like, things you, like, who can you actually call on? Mm-hmm. Where can you go? Like, what do your friends also have? And I hate to sound superficial in that way, but, like, think about it. Like, a lot of people, especially in Los Angeles, have float around on, like, social currency yeah, <laughs> as, yeah. like, their sole asset and <laughs> and haven't, like, actually done anything, I guess, that would, like I said, just have... That's a very valid point. Right? <laughs> like, I didn't think of that at all. And I'm saying that also as somebody who's, like, looking at man, just as I was just about to, like... <laughs> Like, I'm trying to date and, like, trying to, like, get back out there socially in general. Like, now that's gone. Look at all those years that, like, I spent focusing on work instead of, like, building more friendships that are nearby. Like, I have a lot of very close friends, but not everybody lives in L.A. anymore. Yeah. Or, like, their situation isn't such that, like, I have a friend whose roommate does have COVID. So it's, like, they're kind of dealing with that. And, like, they want to have people over, but it's, like, important. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, it's one of those very like eye open tricky things. Just like so, a birth mom she deals with having and like not the strongest immune system, and then my other mom she works with like seniors. So it's been this thing in my mind, and then like my birth pops, like they're all older or they have like some ailment that potentially like this is not mm-hmm. the best thing. So it's yeah. a thing to where like when I want to see them and be around them. I like plan out every single step that I do. Like when I go to my mom's house, it's like I'm pulling up. I got like Lysol that I'm spraying on me. It's just like this thing. Like I'm going through like this whole process. And then most of the time I'm still don't feel comfortable because I'm just like, yo, I cannot have them be sick or anything. Yeah. So it was one of those things where it's just like, at least on my end, I just like stayed away from people. And I'm just like, damn, this whack. Cause it's been a cool thing. I haven't seen my parents. You know, I'm very close to my parents and mm-hmm. like I haven't seen them. In like weeks, like not really, they've come and dropped stuff off at my porch or like I've mm-hmm. driven by somewhere and be like, hey, and like wave, but like not really hung out their house or like yeah. them like, at mine, which is kind of weird because I see them like every weekend, like I would go to lunch with them at the very least. But it's also because of that, like my mom's still working. My mom actually works at a hospital campus, not in like specific yeah. anything medical. So she's more exposed. She's out there more. And then both my parents are older. Mm-hmm. I don't want to expose them into anything. And then I also am like, don't want to be exposed to anything. My mom's like, oh, you know, I'm still working. So maybe don't come over. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's such a mindful. It has, but I will say it has like helped me gain like a massive amount of clarity that I don't mm-hmm. think I normally would have. Cause it's just that thing. It's that thing where you're just sitting with your damn thoughts and you're like, well, <laughs> like, let me just have to confront this or let me figure this thing out or let me just like whatever it might be. Like it's there now. Yeah. And that's been one of the more interesting and fascinating things about it. I had already been kind of dealing with stuff, I think right before. So I, it, it, I like for me, I feel very a little bit fortunate in that way too. Cause I was already kind of tackling some things that I was dealing with, like mm-hmm. from my relationships and just or like ex, you know, ended relationships. I mean, and just looking at like, okay, what do I want right now? What I evaluating things overall. So I kind of had like a little bit of a head start, but then I had to like really sit with it even more mm-hmm. because of COVID and being yeah. like quarantine. But it hasn't been like excruciating, which is nice. <laughs> That's good. I did like the hard part, like the like where you're like beating yourself up or like whatever. Yeah. whatever <laughs> Those parts I I felt like I had already kind of gone through. 
And I had, like I said, my resolve was just to like, okay, get back out there and meet new people. That's good. But yeah. I'm proud so, of you. Here's to that one day, one day when we're, we're able to get back out there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know what that looks like. Like, do you think we'll be able to carry on? I feel like our conversation is veering more towards a COVID conversation. Like, catch it up. It don't even matter. Yeah. Okay. I'm talking anyway, I feel like we should talk about this now. Like, I would, because we, you and I haven't really, we both like sci-fi. You and I haven't really had a chance to kind of talk about, like, the, or we just like social studies in a way, I think, and how people operate. In social I think issues. it's going to be, it's going to be a great and fascinating divide. There are going to be people who just like back on the bullshit. And then there's going to be the people. I feel like there's not going to be too much of like that middle ground where there are people who are like keeping awareness, but also like attempting to just operate in this new time. Because I, I feel like people so much are like, I just want to go back to normal. Like that's just gone. Like it's gone. What do you think a new time will look like? What do you think? Like, do you think the government's going to like carry on restrictions or like how long do you think that might be? Like, I think for at least two years, we're going to still have some type of restrictions. I think for like at least two years, there's still going to be like a lot of just because like the effects are it's so widespread and the response you can say from like the federal government has been so lackluster or confusing. What's the word like more confounding that I don't think that like there's much clarity that's been gained. Mm. And then you got an election coming up like that shit's about to be fucking buck wow. Like, yo, I'm thinking like... (laughs) Like, you, I got to go vote in this shit? Like, fam. Like, I'm going to move. And- wow. That's a great point. If it is continuing on by the time it comes to voting season, I wonder how much of it is going to be moved online and what the implications will be, like, in terms of threats for hacking. <laughs> yeah, to me, it's just, like, the safest thing to do is a paper ballot mail it. Just mail it. Just, like, there's too many, like studies and security researchers have just been like, yo, paper ballot is just, like, that's just the safest way. Safest way to do it. And I think of like that. And then I think like the social aspect has definitely been in my brain of like, yo, if I see someone that like I want to talk to, like, how the fuck am I going to do that now? And mm-hmm. I'm not like the biggest touchy feely person, but I do know like if it's someone like I'm with like dating or something like that in a relationship, like then I'm good. I've been trying to figure that out in my brain. Like, how do I be like, hey, yo, what's up? <laughs> like, I talk to people after COVID, ah, post-quarantine. Yeah, like... That's the real topic here. <laughs> I'm coming up with, like, figuring out how I'm going to, like, salute people, just hit them with, like, the Wakanda forever. But, like, I can't do that to everybody because not everybody can go to Wakanda. So it's like... Eye contact is going to have to get a lot more stronger. Like, people who weren't good at that, you better get good at it now because we're going to be... A lot of eye gestures, eyebrow <laughs> maneuvers. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, this is going to be so wild. <laughs> this is going to be so wild. Dang. This got me thinking now. Uh, I, you know, I don't know. I think there will be a lot of people who are loose about it. I think maybe things will just move online more in terms of like initiating. Like it'll be easier for people to meet online first. Like slide into DMs, go skyrocket. I think that and like I'm apps, just not built for that. I think the apps are gonna like continue to take off. See, I'm not built for that. Like I'd rather just I'm new to it, so it's so kinda entertaining, but I you know what? It's so desensitizing. I'm kinda like I wanna get off of it now because and I think I am, like as soon as it expires this month, like because it feels very yeah. It does, yeah, like to me it's the connection <laughs> aspect of it. Just like this swiping type 
thing. Like it feels just void of human. Because mm-hmm. now I'm just looking at you. It reminds me being a black dude working in tech. <laughs> like, because just this thing to where visually I know. Like I remember I had one resume that would have like an image of me on there, and then I had one that didn't. And with my name alone, like that makes it enough. Like, oh, like this is interesting. So I'm like, no. So I know like that would be intriguing enough to like get me catch someone's attention. But just this thing where it's like, if you're just looking at some shit on the list, it's like, okay, cool. Like I'm not really knowing or like able to see like how this person is. Yeah. That's been the biggest thing for me to like, why I've never been someone to be like, yeah, let me hop on this. Cause it's just like, yeah. One of the things that's kind of called into question for me is also like people's judgment too. Like, okay, I'm with somebody. So even after this one, it's not like it just has disappeared. Like coronavirus is going to exist. There are going to be people yeah. who still have it. Mm-hmm. There are going to be people, it's a virus, so I, you can still pass it on. Yep. Speaking completely non-medically as somebody who doesn't know shit. <laughs> like, yeah, that, it's just like we don't know enough. But like, okay, when you're considering like your partner or like your significant other, at least for me, it's like, okay, what are your habits like? What do you think is safe? You know what I mean? Like how mm-hmm. much are you? putting me at risk <laughs> with your activities or even just like your negligence or like follow just any kind of thing like that would be on my mind because as it is like a lot of people just one don't wash their hands people like like yeah it's some of these things that should have just been like ordinary habit <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that has been the thing that's been the most like wait motherfuckers didn't wash their hands before they used the restroom like i asked a group of dudes that i'm like very close with and i was like wait because someone has said like oh make sure you like wash your hands before you use the restroom and they was like what i'm gonna use the restroom i'm like yo wait hold on you don't wash your hands before and they were like nah but oh my god <laughs> like, i would say the vast majority i would think like almost all <laughs> it blew my mind because i'm like the stuff that's on your hand go into- like if they wash their hands after yeah, that's also another thing, because I've definitely called my fair share of dudes out, like, bro, you really not going to wash your hands right now? Like, and you know what? I'm not going to lie. I've also seen plenty of women do it, too. Many dolls, many things I've been in. It's pretty raunchy. <laughs> and I hope that's just nasty. And also, and beyond that, I think it's just also, like, certain, like, conscientiousness. One, mm-hmm. this, I'm saying this because I'm, like, I don't think I'm, like, a clean freak per se, but I think I'm kind of, like, a little aware of certain things mm-hmm. but i've always kept hand sanitizer in my car for when i get back in after i like i'm at the gas station or something to like sanitize my hands before i touch my steering wheel obviously right when the epidemic started somebody was in my car and was like oh you got some sanitizer for your car now and i'm like no like i've always had it mm-hmm. it's kind of just like okay why is that not the norm yeah the norm or like common i think it's like common also what is wrong with us because people haven't been personally affected enough by stuff like this at least in the u.s you think of like other countries and stuff they've dealt with sars mers like these other different things so they've had to and just culturally they're far more communal based yeah and that's such a great point the u.s is so spread out and you got that east versus west mentality like Mm -hmm. going to japan went to like some store and I want to say I was in Shibuya. I think it was somewhere around there. And I went to the store and someone had sneezed. And like I immediately just looked like, what the hell? Like I'm in a foreign country. I hear a noise. I'm going to look around. I think I had like my fro out or something then too. So I looked like Afro Samurai. And the ship was lit. Did you were like, oh. 
Don't see. Yeah, I was like, this is one of mine. <laughs> so the lady sneezed. She looked and she like apologized to me. And I'm like, you good? Like, this shit ain't get on me. And then immediately went in her purse, put a mask on. It like threw me off. I was like, yo, she said she said. And then I stopped and I like looked around at everyone. And I'm like, oh, most of these people have masks on. And it's just like, yo, I'm doing this out of respect. You sick, you ain't gonna get me sick. Like, we all good. But they think far more communal. Consideration for like the collective. Anywho, that said, would you or would you not break quarantine <laughs> to go to the beach if you knew you'd be safe? <laughs> I mean, like, I'm for sure, like, I'm up at five. So when I get up, I for sure go walk to the beach. <laughs> like, it's pretty empty, right? Since I've gone and done it, no one has ever been there. Yeah. Generally, I go out either very early in the morning, like right when I wake up, or very, very late at night. Because, like, I just don't want to be around people. Like, I just don't, like, I can't account for what's going on. Has your routine changed at all from COVID from before, or is it just pretty much the same? Nah, like... What's your sleep like, also? My and sleep is... your dreams been? My sleep is trash. Hmm. It's weird. Okay. I gotta keep it 100. So, I was dating the shorty, and then she had to figure some stuff out. So, it was like, oh, damn. And it happened when all this was going down. So there was like dealing with that and not being like angry or anything and going like, yo, let me not look at this as like this bad thing. Let me try and like change my perspective. Shout out to the therapist. I appreciate them. And I think from like that, that was like the biggest shift because it was this thing where it was like, it's somebody you talk to every day or you like have interactions with and you're like, oh, cool. And then when that's like gone, the routine shifted. But then also like sleep is kind of like this like, Time? What is time? Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, oh, but I still do my best to keep a schedule. So I feel like that's like the healthiest, smartest thing for me to do. But outside of that, you just kind of like aimlessly. I'm like, I've been folding clothes into like, what's her name? A Marie Kondo way. Ah, I love it. I love so it. So I'm like literally taking all the clothes out of like every dresser, everything. I think I got like three garbage bags full of clothes that like I'm going to donate. So I'm just like, yo, let me get rid of stuff. Like, I don't need this shit. And yeah. It was like stuff like that has changed. And I'm like working on doing a better job at not getting caught up in the whole like be productive mindset. Like, mm-hmm. oh, because I'm getting sick of people thinking they go write like the next fucking Oscar winning script or they go write the next Pulitzer Prize winning whatever right now. Mm-hmm. And it's this thing where I think, yeah, like people are trying to use projects and work and things like that as a distraction. And I, I can understand that to a certain extent, but it hits a point to where it's just like, let's, yeah, just, let's yeah, just relax. Yeah. <laughs> like, we not about to like, let's just chill for a minute and just deal with how bad shit the situation is mm-hmm. and not necessarily try and use it to be like, oh, I'm trying to come out of this with projects done. And I'm like, you and every that's other me, person. That's God. That's what I said this morning. I'm trying to come out of this with projects done. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do the voice again? That was perfect. That was exactly what I sound like. That's what it is. So, like, that's changed. It's bad. I haven't been going outside as much as I should. Yeah, outside. Yeah, I haven't been going as much as I should. Like, I hit these moments. Like, I go through my up and down moments. Yeah. I started out having a little trouble getting outside at first, but it was also like, I will quarantine boo situation. So, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> it's had some rocky moments. It's interesting because it's like, one, you're like sharing a lot of time with each other more than you normally would. So, mm-hmm. early on, 
in a relationship. Like, you're the only people that you guys see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot. So it's kind of like caused us, I think, to have more heated arguments than we probably would have if we just, like, had, like, other things to do or, like... <laughs> it could be maybe, it's like... It's been interesting. Hopefully this never happens again in our lifetime. So there's that. So there's, like, something with this shared experience that I think is useful and i also don't think is to like try and put too much thought into it because mm-hmm. yeah i just like okay well we'll see how this goes this is a thing is it's new for the world <laughs> yeah that's shit that's damn that's mad true i think being vulnerable is dope though to me being vulnerable is maybe like the most impressive or like courageous thing i think a person can do mm. Being vulnerable. Say that again, B, for the... (laughs) (laughs) Being vulnerable, I think, is the most courageous thing a person can do. (laughs) It's hard. That shit is hard as fuck. Like, and, okay, I say it's hard in the sense of, like, just naming that it can be challenging for people. But, like, it's that thing. Like, it is. Because you just don't know how it's going to work. Like, you choose to be vulnerable with something. Like, open up to them and share whatever it might be. And then... You still got to live with the fact that like, yo, this might not work how I expect it to work. Mm -hmm. Also, like what they'll do with that information. And I mean, like, do they use that and like take it as just a piece of you and like learning about you or do they throw it back at you? Because that often happens sometimes or people use it to manipulate you. But you just kind of have to trust. And I think (laughs) if you do believe in karma or like some sort of grand cosmos that works out fairness (laughs) yeah and a balance i think it's like if you kind of just really have a lot of faith that's the thing that like vulnerability requires is like you having a lot of faith to say it's out of my hands Mm -hmm. and like even if something bad does happen from it like you'll continue to be rewarded ultimately for being so open. I don't know. Yeah. I think the relationships, (laughs) I feel like the relationships that I have and that have like continue to be relationships that I continue to have, like they are where they are because of being vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And to me, it's that thing. Like it's tough to where like I, I had that moment recently where I'm just like, yo, fuck this. I'm not doing this vulnerable shit with another person. Like this just ain't Either, No more love. Last time for love. <laughs> Last time yeah. for love. It's over. It's like, I like had that selfish thought of just like, I remember saying it was like, I'm good. Like I'm good. I know I'm a very calculated person. I'm like, cool. I'm just going to allow me to be very calculated in the like, was it romance part of my life? And then I don't know what it was that happened. I was like, I had stayed like that for about like two days. That's not you. Like, that's not yeah. you. And like it immediately went like, nah, man, that's not yeah. me. Like, cause I know when it pays off, it's just like, oh shit, like it's good. We're good. I got this. Cause I just look at those friendships or just relationships that I have when I've had those moments. It's like the gift and the curse because it's the thing that I, I'll like start expecting or wanting from the other folks in the relationships I have. And when it's not the same, then I start getting a little like, uh, okay. It's like, yo, like, how have I not like proven that you can do that with me? And it just I totally, a- understand that. I totally understand that. 
I guess, yeah, I totally understand that. That's so interesting that you say that because I feel like sometimes that's a lot of my frustration. I think because of the way I come off sometimes to people is that like that I am judgmental. But then at the same time, people also usually feel comfortable about sharing like a lot of personal information Mm -hmm. with me. Like they feel trusting. But at the same time, they don't want to be judged for some of the things that maybe like they do or like that they think is like outside the realm of like my understanding or like, oh, like, Michael wouldn't approve that or Michael wouldn't do that. So then they don't want to tell me that. But I think it's actually like more harmful on your relationship to be not be genuine and like Mm -hmm. show your authentic self to somebody because that's not even giving them the right to choose like, Hey, is this going to be around? Like you're kind of taking away. (laughs) No, I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, you are. And I always see it as this thing to where like you give feedback but you always give feedback to like build a person. Mm-hmm. Like if you're giving like when people like constructive criticism, I'm like, no, I don't think people really understand that. It's like, it's supposed to constructively criticize. Like it's supposed to make me better. Yeah. And I always think like, if, if I don't have an actionable thing, then I'm not going to say it. Like if it's not something actionable I can give you, mm-hmm. then it's like, I feel like I'm more so just being mean spirited. Like yeah. I can't just be like, yo, this is what I heard. This is how it affected me. And maybe in the future, do blah, 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 blah. Because at least now, you know that, like, I thought about it, that I figured out the behavior, the impact. And then I also just think it's a matter of, like, having a mutual understanding of, like, understanding. And it's taken me a very long time to get to this point in life that just because I give you, like, advice or feedback, whichever word, does not mean that you have to do it. Mm -hmm. And then that's where I, I think, like, it becomes better because... I think that's how you get just like a cool cycle, just like open dialogue. And you just like constantly making each other better because you know, you always have that. They have your best interest at heart and vice versa. What do you do with a friend who's gotten the same advice over and over? When is the cutoff point? To me, I, (laughs) it's not hard for me to just be like, all right, peace. (laughs) Like, cause it's that thing where like I've let you know, like I've let you know where I stand. I don't believe like I'm a mysterious person per se or anything like that. I feel like it's pretty easy. Like once you meet me to kind of just know how I operate, like there's going to be like, yeah, some weird, there's going to be some random shit I do and say, and that's just part of my charm. But it's a thing where I feel like I let people know when it's like, nah, that ain't cool. Or like, nah, that's not the move. And the biggest thing for me is just loyalty. Cause it just, where I was raised and where I'm from, you just stay loyal to your people. But it hits this stay loyal. It hits, <laughs> yeah, it hits this point to where it's just like, man, like I can stay loyal and just not really be around you or interact with you that much. So yeah. that's how I look at it. It's just like it might be a thing where I'm just like, I'm probably just not gonna be kicking with you that much anymore. Yeah, I have some friends who I think I don't know. It's like they want me to say, keep saying the same thing over and over to them, or if it's like I don't know what it is. They ask me for advice, but then it's the same advice I always give for the same problem. <laughs> yeah, nah, fuck that. It's like, nah, like, I told you this shit already. I feel like there should be a cutoff point to when you have to keep saying the same thing. <laughs> I feel like you know it, though. I feel like when you hit that point where you're like, yeah. you're like, you know what? I didn't say this to you a lot. I don't know what it is. Anyway, what else did we talk to you about? Oh, your dreams. Have you been dreaming? I don't remember dreams. Like when I'm trying to think who it was, a person who will not be named. 
they were like randomly like hit me up and like, oh, what's your dream? Like, did you dream? Like they would dream. What's it? Wait, who is this not unnamed person? I'm not putting them out there like that. It was the dream. The dream hit you up about a dream. So yes. I would laugh so goddamn hard. <laughs> the story I'm imagining, this is what happened. The dream hit me up. But it was like a thing to where like they would remember theirs, or at least like there was like a purposeful intention they were to like remember them. And then like I would actually be like, oh yeah, shit, I kinda remember them. But I couldn't tell you a dream from like the last I don't know how many weeks. Like Okay, I'm gonna tell you the weirdest thing. Oh, oh tell me, oh tell me. <laughs> I remember one piece of a dream and it was for whatever reason, it was P. Diddy, it was Puffy. Oh my god, <laughs> it was Puffy, it was Barbara Streisand, Will Smith, and they were like outside of some thing, some like building or whatnot. And I was walking in, and Will was like, V, and I was just like, Oh my god, dad, what's up? And um, dad. <laughs> and I just started talking to him, and Puffy was doing the Harlem Shake. <laughs> I remember this, and Barbara Streisand, she was just, like, holding a wine glass, and I was like, B, come here, girl, and then we just, like, went into the place, and then I don't remember anything else about that. Like, that's it. Yeah. What, okay, what, now, my, my, like? we should have led with mine. Mine is far less exciting than that. <laughs> <laughs> mine makes no sense. One, I usually remember my dreams, so and to bear with me, you guys. I have no celebrities, no celebrities in my dreams. Yeah, usually I remember them, but it was interesting, like, just today, like, one just finally, like, dawned on me, and it was my dog walking upstairs, and, but, like, this is what's weird lately, is, like, I've been, and I think it's just because I'm not having enough stimulation from outside places, but, like, yeah, my dog can't walk upstairs, like, my dog can't, <laughs> my dog doesn't see very well, so he doesn't, he doesn't Joe, walk. Joe, like, I'm not yeah. doing it. <laughs> He's not walking up the stairs, he, like, freaks out trying to get up the stairs. <laughs> But yeah, that was it. I've been having a lot of dreams where things that I guess shouldn't be like that. And so it gets a little confusing sometimes where you're like, wait, did you really walk up the stairs? Like I was looking at my dog because <laughs> I've been in here. <laughs> 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 you know, my house I was like, wait a second. <laughs> did Jojo really do that shit? Did you walk upstairs? <laughs> oh my gosh, that's awesome. That's where I am, the state I'm in, on day 502,022. Um. <laughs> this is the 38th day of May already. Like, we are at the 98th week of 2020. <laughs> like, this shit is, like, wow, it's bonkers. Last question. What's the weirdest thing you've done? Like, that's my weirdest thing that I've done where I've been like, wait a second. The weirdest thing I've done? Reality is my worst thing. Let me think, like, I've been called a weird person. I also just think I'm a weird person, but... What do you think is even, for you, your strength? For me, yeah, I'm trying to You've think. Like, hey, but like, have you like, had to check yourself at all during this quarantine? Be like, B, did you really just da 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 <laughs> I'm thinking really, really hard. It wasn't... <laughs> <laughs> what was it? <laughs> I don't know if it was weird, more so just, like, extra slash stupid. I got coffee. Like, I was going stir crazy. I was like, I'm getting outside. And I like pulled up, I think we go to Starbucks. I pulled up like a Starbucks app and I was like looking for a place that's open. <laughs> it was before they let some of their stores stay open that weren't drive through. So it was like only drive throughs open. So I'm just like, fuck it. Like, I'm getting coffee. Like, the thing was mainly get outside, but I attached coffee as the mission to like force myself to be able to do it. 
And I found a Starbucks maybe like two or three miles away. No, let's say like five. It was a little bit longer. Like five miles away. And I'm like, fuck it. Like, I'm going to walk there. Like, I'm going to do my thing. So at first, I was going to get on one of those like Maybe jump bikes. Five miles. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. So I was going to get on. I like go outside. And there's one of those jump bikes. And I'm just like, nah, I'm not touching nothing. Like, um. And then the city, they have like people coming around and they clean them. So like, dude got like alcohol and stuff and like cleans it down. And then he looks at me and he was like, you can use it, man. And I'm just like, Nah. <laughs> no, what? And like I just walked away. And so that was probably like the weirdest part. But then I walk and like I walk all the way to the Starbucks and I walk through the drive through and ordered my and they gave it to me. Like I was like, yo, y'all dope. Like y'all real cool. <laughs> like, they are, they are. They're like, nah, man, we get it. And the lady at the front, she was like, Look, it's just weird. <laughs> it's like I know. And I just grab it and then I walk back and then I saw more bikes than that same dude. He was like cleaning those off. And I was like, that's dope that they're doing that. That they're like cleaning. Mm-hmm. And he like really cleaned it. It wasn't no like just like squirt, squirt, right down the seat and handlebars. Like, no, he was going through all of it. I was like, damn, that kind of gives me a little bit more like, okay. But yeah, I for sure was like. Humanity. Shout out to the bicycle cleaning guy for giving the faith in humanity again. Yeah. But I felt but like I definitely had to be like, yo, my bad, man. Like it wasn't nothing against you. Like I just, he was like, no, I get it, man. <laughs> Oh, I'm glad you asked that because I for sure looked at that bike after you cleaned it. I was like, yeah, I'm still not doing this. <laughs> oh, I totally understand that. Shout out to all the places that also have like the little wipes for you. Like, I love that. Oh, when you walk in? Yeah, like we need to, every place should have wipes or something for us to like. If you're not wiping down our carts, little boosie, wipe me down. <laughs> like, yeah, the grocery store by me, they got like a whole like system. As soon as you put your cart back, they just start wiping it down. And then, damn, yeah, yeah, I appreciate folks doing this stuff. Like, I really want teachers to get a raise because I know I got fam with kids and they like, yo. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, y'all might want to be protesting have- for these teachers. Yeah, that's just one or two kids, too. Yeah. Just, you're on your own and they're all your own yeah 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 that's true i'm like that's one thing i'm like Woo, i'm glad i got no kids right now <laughs> yeah more power yeah, to I, the experience. More power i got mad respect for them are we all supposed to be sending you coffee v i feel like you feel like you should get coffee sent to you at your house i mean no nah, don't send me no coffee, coffee I don't even know. Like, I don't even drink coffee that much. Well, you were just fiending to be outside. Dang. Yeah. I got to get to Starbucks. You turn into a Starbucks fiend suddenly. Yeah. I was like, I just got to get outside. And yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, that shit was funny. <laughs> you were like a meme. You're a white meme. I was. I really was. I was really about that life. And Starbucks is like, open. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> What do you mean? You're not going to take me on my city bike. Like, like, fuck this bike. I'm about to walk. Yeah. I've had some cool things. Like one of the homies, shout out to my homie, the hater. He's the hater. He's the originator of hate. He's created it. He's a physical embodiment. He pulled up. And (laughs) for those who know me, they know I love churros Churros are like my absolute favorite thing in the universe. And he pulled up and had a box of churros and some barbacoa that he had grilled. So I'm about to move over to this vegan life slowly. And 
He was like, look, man, before he, it just made me, I was mad emotional. I went to the crib and was like, man, that shit made me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> and it was bomb, too. That shit was mad bomb. Yeah. I just need my parents to stay. I got two. My birth parents are just like busybody people. And this shit is driving me crazy because my mom's just always like, I cook some food. I'm going to come bring you some. I'm like, keep your ass inside. <laughs> like, like, what are you doing? And but I'm like, all right. Like, I just got to figure out a way to. My mom, too. My mom, I have busybody parents, too. So they brought me some food. But I also turn into a busybody. Suddenly, I like to bake. I like to make cakes, apparently. <laughs> hey, make some cookies. I come pick them up. Chocolate chip cookies. I might just. I'm serious. I've been fiending for some chocolate chip cookies. I'm trying to go on a bike ride. To be real, like, if I get a bike, can we go on a bike ride? I'll wear a mask. I'm with it because, okay, so the homie, Courtney, shout out to the homie, Courtney. We did, like, a physical distancing photo walk. We had, like, our, like, six feet, and we ah! both love photography. And we were just taking pictures, just shooting. And then she went back to her crib. And, like, I think I'm going to make a belt, and it's going to have, like, spikes on it. <laughs> <laughs> People have made fun of me, but I bring a measuring tape. Yeah, I'm going to get some laser. I'm going to get a belt that has lasers on it. Ooh, I'm going to make Yeah, it. and it just marks out six feet <laughs> Six feet away. Yes. Yes. Somebody <laughs> made a helmet. I saw this dude. He had a helmet, and it just had lasers on the ground. It was like six That's feet. what I mean. Yeah, I use that good old measuring tape. Mm-hmm. I've used it at the grocery store. Somebody was really close to me. I was like, excuse me, could you give me at least, and I like to say at least six feet, because that's the minimum requirement. Yeah. I'm like, if you can give me 12, that's even better. I like that. Double up. I'd like 10 feet, at least 12 feet away from me. Thank you. Yes. Look at that, y'all. Michael says she needs at least 12 feet. Thank you for doing this, Michael. Oh, thanks for having me on, B. It's uh, great to be, like, so many miles away from you. I know that that makes me safe, you safe, all safe, all the better. That felt like the most, like, are you running for office right now? <laughs> <laughs> You just heard your 2020 candidate for vice president, Michael Beaumont, right here. That's platform right now. I'm running social distancing. I hate that it's called social distancing. Me too. What's that physical? That word first started. I was dying. I love it. I love it. Social distancing. I was like, because this motherfucker is like me who can be socially distant. (laughs) Like, no, no, don't reinforce that to me. This is also not social distancing. Like, if you're being on the phone with people, you're still being social. Yeah. Shout out, hey, Gavin Newsom. Somehow, somewhere, I'm going to interview you. going to be on here, my G, because you've been out here putting in work. Man, and shout out to uh, Governor Cuomo out there in New York, because my brother stay out there, so keep doing your shit. But Gavin Newsom been putting in work, and he just ain't been getting all that attention. And he says physically distancing, and I respect that. Mm, well. Look at that. I'm ending it like that, y'all. Hey, muggles, y'all stay safe, stay jiggy. Remember to swerve, live long and prosper, and that's like all the other platitudes and stuff I'm saying.